0: Ball around the world, ball around the world EPB podcast, ball around the world What's up y'all, what's up Tapping in with my people on social media What's up Jason, what's up Nina What's up Charlie Liverpool blog is coming soon It is well past due No excuse, I'm trying to get it out this week It is a lot of fun So definitely stay tuned for that, it's coming Um Logic banks on TikTok telling me that Messi is the greatest of all time. That's where we'll start. We had Ballon d'Or yesterday. I put out a video. I didn't really care about it. No, who cares? Who really cares about Ballon d'Or? Like, let's be honest. I don't know. Somebody does. Somebody's out here really interested. Um, It's it is interesting to 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 see the ballers out on the red carpet, all that stuff. Um, So I don't discount that. But uh, yeah, yeah, Messi won his eighth. Eighth Golden Ball, <coughs> man, racking him up. Uh, did his thing. He's uh he's also on the short list for MLS Newcomer of the Year, um, which is interesting. He's a finalist. Edward Lowen is a finalist. Um, Edward Lowen plays for uh, St. Louis City, St. Louis City SC. Um, who randomly they were number one seed st. Louis their top seed in the MLS and they got smacked up by eighth seed uh, At home uh, Sporting Kansas City, so that's a big uh, MLS game to watch out for um, That's coming soon. Hold on when, when is that MLS game? because that's a that's a heavy heavy one they play on the fifth which is What is that next Monday? Um, that'll be an interesting one. Uh, but, yeah, that's the short list. Um, I think it's kind of strange because, I mean, how many games – how many MLS games has Messi actually played? Uh, I don't – you know, like it's like outside of the uh, Open Cup, he played one, two, three, four, five. Um yeah, I don't know if that really counts Like maybe next year he can come and qualify for Newcomer of the Year But um, I feel like that's not enough games to play to, to be on that list But, you know, it might be just a, a you know, a, a nod for him and an, and an employee for MLS to get um, people tuning in and, and, and everything My boy Janini, aren't you on a plane? My boy Janini joining in from over the air What's up, my boy? Um, yeah, this is uh, Ball Around the World. I'm, this is me, kind of a weekly segment, tapping in with people on social media and talk, rep, talking about topics all around the world. We've got a lot of interesting topics uh, to talk about. Yes, Messi is uh, eighth, eighth Ballon d'Or winner while we're on the Ballon d'Or Awards. Um, big shout-out to the boy Jude Bellingham. Um, belling him for uh, winning his Copa Trophy for Young Player of the Year. Um um, you know, amazing. Uh, I think he was. I think the 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 other ones behind him was like Jamal Musiala. Who else do we have here? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. His boy Jamal Musiala, who who appeared in the Ballon d'Or in a, in the video presenting Jude with it, which is which is really dope. You know, it, it clearly shows that they're boys, um, and they've been doing it um, as well as Pedri. Who I guess is still under 21. It's crazy how young these boys are, and they're balling. But obviously, it's, it's You know, Jude had a great year in Dortmund uh, last year, um, but it's almost like the stuff he's doing this year is is so nuts. I wonder how much that factored in. That's again why I don't really rate Ballon d'Or ceremony at all. Uh, you know, it's a bunch of journalists just kind of thinking about things. Um, you know, when we talk about Pedri and Gavi, no disrespect to them. You know, Barca La Masia products. Came out. Barca keeps producing new products out of their, uh, out of their youth system, uh, you know, at ease, and it's just crazy. Like you kind of start to think back, and you're like, man, what happened to Ricky Puig? Okay, or Ricky Puig, who's now balling in uh, in LA for the Galaxy. Ansu Fati is doing all right. He's doing all right for Brighton. Um, we'll we'll see how he progresses. Um, remember the dude Malcolm? I don't know if he really came out of La Masia, but. Malcolm that he had a couple couple years at Barca and is, and is now over at, I think he's at Al-Halal with Neymar. Um, just Barca just keeps popping dudes out. But uh, back to what I was saying, no disrespect to Pedri, but um, he won the 2021, Gavi won the 2022. I guess Erling Holland had aged out by then and Jude and Musiala. Musiala was up there. I think Musiala has been second in this vote for the last three years running. like That's how good he has been at, at, at Bayern. Um, I think he might age out, because um, he's the same age as uh, Jude. Let's see. Does he have one more chance to win it next year? No, he's 20 years old now, so he'll be 21 next year. I don't, I don't think he, uh, he'll he get a chance unless they give it to him this year, or I guess next year for this past year. Um, but the, the, the thing I wanted to bring up was uh, Erling Holland. Erling Haaland is a big kind of miss for that that Copa Trophy. Um, I don't know. I guess guess they didn't have the Ballon d'Or ceremony in 2020, and that's in 2020, the 2020 and 2021 season. That's when he was 20. Uh, The Copa Trophy is awarded to people sub-21 for their seasons. So I guess he just missed out, but it's kind of nuts. He should get some kind of honorary trophy now that I'm thinking about it because I looked up his stats. He scored... Uh, that 2020-2021 season Let's see I looked it up Man scored 28 goals No, I'm sorry 27 goals and 8 assists In 28 games Which is nuts um, And then the very next year I guess he is, he had aged out He was 21 But he scored uh, In the 21-22 season He scored 22 goals In 24 appearances With 8 assists It's just nuts, honestly So I don't know. By comparison to Pedri, maybe Holland should have a, an honorary trophy. But he won the Garrett Mueller uh, Striker of the Year trophy this year. I'm sure he's really happy. He did his thing. Um, so he's on that. He's, he's on that. But um, real interesting. Joe World, appreciate the love, brother. I am I am definitely going. I appreciate you watching, tuning in, and showing love. I appreciate it. Uh, my boy Don O'Hanian, Chris O'Hanian, if you haven't seen my podcast with him when we're playing FIFA and he's educating us on, on the world and culture of Armenia, uh, check it out. It's on my YouTube. Again, for, m- for my people like Charlie Frost who are looking out for uh, my vlogs, I'm trying to get them going. If anybody knows any editors, I'm trying to trying – to, I have a lot of footage and I'm only one man, and I got and I got my boy Dennis uh, out in Romania working on stuff. But I need more editors. So if anybody wants to edit some really interesting soccer uh, travel footage, holler at me. Send me a DM. Find me on any of the social media platforms at EatPrayBall. We there. Um, what else? I wanted to talk about a lot of stuff. Jude won Copa trophy. Messi. Uh, let's just get to the to the skinny of it because it's crazy and 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 it's just crazy to think about. Luis Diaz did not play this weekend. Uh, he, his parents were kidnapped. Um, his parents were kidnapped in Colombia. Crazy story. Uh, they were his parents were in a van, were uh, you know captured by armed robbers on motorcycles in a, in, a, in the most you know Escobar esque you know scene I can think of. Um, and then later, when the police tightened the screws. Uh, his mother was found. They must have dropped her off somewhere, but they are still uh, at large with his father uh, Luis Diaz's father is still out somewhere and uh, they're currently looking for him, but I mean just thinking about this story, it's it's absolutely nuts, and it just brings me to think like No mo- in no other sport more so than the world of soccer uh, Do we see things like this happen where you know some of these really top? players are having their their family members kidnapped or held for ransom or any of those kind of things and it's like it's like man I mean I think back to just last year Obama Yang was a victim of a, uh, a home invasion where apparently he was tied up and they punched him in the face and broke his jaw remember he was wearing that mask um, I, I'm thinking of other times there was a you know about like five years ago ahead of the what was that 20 2018 world cup one of the players tyson on the brazil team his family was held hostage it got me to thinking I'm, I'm starting to look up how many times people are just held hostage there was another situation where there was a home invasion and 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 and, and i can't remember the player's uh, house but he was robbed and it just makes me think like why aren't soccer players fortifying uh their selves and their families a little more. I mean, we, we know Colombia's dangerous. You know, I, I, I haven't heard of too many stories. I mean, shoot, we, we know the old, old school, old school story during the real cartel uh, years of, of Colombia. I say real cartel as if it doesn't exist anymore, but maybe the, the Escobar cartel years um, where the actual Colombian player uh, 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 messed up in a game and, and ended up murdered um, so you can you can already imagine that Colombia is a dangerous place. I know Colombia has been working since that time and since the time of the cartel to change their image. Um, but we all know it to be a dangerous place. I, I'm sure Luis Diaz grew up in not the, you know, the the highest economic of situations. Um, you know, so he understands probably very well the hood. So it just makes me wonder why when you're that top of a player, you're making that much money, um, you're not, you're not moving your family out with you like you know and who knows I can't speak to if his family felt ever in danger or whatnot but um you know I I think over to Messi uh who has you know the craziest of we've we've seen it the craziest of security guard right and um and man like you know right like like I think he's ex-Musad or something like that and and uh you know, runs onto the field faster than any streaker has ever run on the field, and and you know gets pa- you know, you know is faster than security, and literally nobody can even touch Messi unless Messi just gives him the hand, you know, the what's up. Um, I'm surprised there's not more players doing that um, worldwide, and 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 more so doing that for their families, get putting their families up in houses, living in houses themselves that are further to reach than than where. These home invasions happen, I, you know, I, I just can't imagine being able to have access to a community with somebody so famous, you know, I've lived in LA for years, I'm a Will Smith fan, I've never been to, 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 to out into the depths of, uh, of uh, hidden. he doesn't live in Hidden Hills, he lives in like um, Calabasas somewhere, just in the, in, in the middle of nowhere. Um, and he does that for a reason because he's super famous and you know he doesn't want people rolling up on his property i'm sure he's got all kinds of security and not just security but like the distance from an entry point into his house to his house uh is probably like too far to even traverse without getting caught in some kind of way so i'm just surprised that uh, you know a lot of these other european players who are making all this money aren't doing that and you know i am not exactly sure of all the details or how it's set up but i know i mean you don't you don't hear this of nba players or uh you know football you know american football players you know it's it's very interesting but i hear this all the time with soccer players so just something i I think is just strange um you know i'm praying for luis's diaz's family hopefully his dad uh is still okay and that the Um, Colombian government find him that's 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 it it seems that the president has deployed the army now to look for him they're hoping that the assailants didn't take him into Venezuela I'm assuming there's no uh, there's um, you know I'm assuming that there's some relationship between Colombia and Venezuela but maybe there's no uh, there's an embargo on um, pulling people out of Venezuela once they're in there so I'm sure that's a problem, but man, it's 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 just such a crazy story to hear. And um, you know, I I can't imagine you know being in Liverpool, uh, being in Europe in general, and and preparing for a game just to get you know a, a call saying that yo your parents have been kidnapped. Um, there's been no information released on ransom or anything, so I have no idea um, what the what the attackers are even doing, but what a crazy story. Um, speaking of crazy stories, uh, the, the, the clash of the Olympics, the, the Olympic Marseille versus Olympic Lyon game, which is a typically uh, uh, heavily contested game in France, despite how bad Lyon and Marseille have been playing. Um, it was canceled this weekend on account of Uh, hooligan fans or the ultras I I, I don't know who but extreme fans in Marseille throwing projectiles at the team bus and they threw such hard things like beer bottles and rocks that it shattered the windows and subsequently hit the coach in the eye Uh, man the coach Fabio Grosso former uh, Italian national player um, was hit so hard in the head that he was bleeding from his head had to get 13 stitches um uh Crazy! You can go online and see all these images. These images are nuts. Uh, so the players in, in Lyon, they canceled the game. Um, another thing you, you just don't see often, but you see maybe a, lo- a lot more in Europe. And it's crazy, too, because, you know, when I think of just um, kind of the culture of, of United States versus the culture worldwide, and especially Europe, I, I would say, and this is straight Hollywood now I'm talking, like, I would say that I would call United States more violent. Right, And then I would call you know, Europe more sexual, right? At least that's how it kind of is portrayed. You know, I was talking about the, the Luis Rubiales case, um, which uh, earlier this, this uh, I think, you know what, Monday, he was handed a three-year ban from, from all football activities. Which is great, but when I think of it, I just think of how normalized that uh, sexual harassment is. So much though, what I was watching, um, House of what is it called, House uh, Casa de Papel, Money Heist on Netflix, and you know, half of the storyline was like, you know, the 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 subordinate woman cop and her superior, and he, he actually. You know, was interested in her, and he was, you know, he was trying to steal kisses from her and stuff. And I was just like, man, like makes me think about, you know, Spain and Rubiales and how normalized this sexual, um, uh, forceful sexual behavior is. Um, And so, when you think about violence in America, right? When like switch it around and say you're from Europe, and you think about all these school shootings and uh, police shootings and whatnot, you just go, oh yeah, well, America's violent, but. Now I'm taking a step back and I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, as violent as America is, I'm not seeing, you know, professional athletes getting kidnapped. Like where, where is professional athletes' families getting kidnapped and, and tied up? We have seen, you know, we've definitely seen cases where, you know, people are getting their chain snatched or maybe people are held for ransom sometimes. But the, the, the frequency at which it happens in Europe and in so other parts of the world, but really Europe specifically, um, very crazy, very crazy to me. So, yeah, that's just something to to, to think about. So yeah, the Marseille coach got his stitches. Um, I think nine people were arrested in I'm Mar- uh, not the Marseille coach. the Olympic coach got his stitches. Nine people in Marseille were arrested um, and and that is what that is, but man, like crazy crazy stories um, around the world. Another story I wanted to uh, talk about a little bit is um the The announcement of the 2034 World Cup. This is the men's World Cup, and uh, Saudi Arabia was unanimously unopposed uh, in winning the bid <coughs> uh, for the tournament. Which is interesting. I mean, Saudi is just blowing up, you know. And um, after all of these documentaries we've seen and, and corruption, I'm not sure that this has anything to do with it. But it is curious. Like I. I remember speaking with friends about, you know, Saudi had been feverishly trying to get the bid for the next couple of World Cups, and, um, you know, 2030, um, and now they, they're they really doing it. 2030, the, 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 the World Cup is going to be in Morocco, Portugal, and Spain, so they basically skipped that, got Morocco, Portugal, and Spain in there, um, and now for 2034 Saudi has been announced so they're, they're doing the damn thing I'm sure they they definitely have the funds to build the infrastructure much like Qatar last year uh so um that is what it is um apparently the bidding process began again in 2023 um I don't even remember hearing about it I think you know I just learned that Morocco Portugal and Spain um got the uh, 2030 World Cup so uh 2034. Um, you know, I've been on a World Cup roll. We'll see how it goes. Obviously, 2026, we're gonna have it here in the States, and that's gonna be huge. 2030, Morocco, Portugal, Spain, you know I'm gonna be there. I've never been to uh Portugal, so definitely Lisboa, uh somewhere I'm about to be I'm about to be out in them streets checking it out. Um but yeah, we'll see, we'll see what Saudi Arabia comes up with. It's just also curious that even though we have the next, what is it, ten years, eleven years, uh, projected for World Cup hosts, and those hosts have their directives, we still don't know what the uh, what the twenty twenty what is it twenty twenty? Uh, it's twenty twenty three right now. We don't we ha- we have no idea what the twenty twenty the next Women's World Cup will be. We have no idea. What what was it? I think it was there was a, a Germany Belgium bid. Hold on let's do 2027 20, World Cup women's World Cup so it's kind of funny we know where the World Cups will be in the next 10 years for for the men's but we're, we're patiently waiting we're, we're supposed to learn by what is was March 2024 uh, when the next uh, when the next World Cup would be but the bids are either in Brazil which will be lit I went to 2014 men's World Cup in Brazil I can't think of a better place to go to a World Cup that was the best World Cup I've been. <sighs> best world cup i've been to for sure it was also my first world cup so it's tough to like really tell um but definitely a a good time um but yeah so it's either brazil mexico and the united states have a bid which would be crazy because that would be again copa america next year 2025 we have another tournament coming then 2026 we'll have the world cup in the united states so that to, so to have Women's World Cup in the United States and Mexico uh, in 2027, that would be nuts, and I don't know, that would be kind of dope. I would love it. Uh, South Africa is also on the uh, on the bid for the 2027 World Cup for women. So, um, as well as Belgium, Germany, and Netherlands, that was the that was the the, the three the three country bid. Um, all of those would be dope places to have it. I just want them to announce it so we can shoot, so we can start saving up for it because again. I'm telling you, the Women's World Cup is 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 a marvel in itself, and it is it's it's something to to bear witness to, and I can only see it getting bigger. I mean, Australia, New Zealand was nuts, so I can only see the next one just being out of control. Um, speaking of vlogs, I'm definitely coming out with my old World Cup vlogs again. Editing is just it just takes a lot of time, so. Um, I'm gonna be spending a lot of time you know, going into these holiday months, pushing those out because even though they're experiences that happened six months and a year ago at this point, man, they're fun and there's a lot to show you. So keep it locked on the YouTube, the vlogs are coming. They're coming, I even got a vlog for uh, this LAFC game I just went to, uh, our first playoff game uh, starting this year um, against uh, Vancouver. Good good game, good experience, then then ran home, set up for some Halloween stuff. It's a fun time, man. I, got, I, I can't wait to show you. So we got a lot of stuff coming. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how I want to end this by way of MLS. Um, you know, the playoffs are, are, are looking good. We got LAFC in um, and, and the driver's seat to get to the next round. We still got to see on November 1st Atlanta versus Columbus. Um, Orlando's up on Nashville. Seattle's up. LAFC obviously will go through and, and most likely play Seattle next round. But this St. Louis-Sporting Kansas City thing, that's real interesting. If St. Louis made it all the way through the season, probably at the top of the table for uh, 90% of the season and to lose to an 8 seed um, – real interesting storylines but also very much you know that's soccer that's how soccer works right like you know your st louis is still a new team um it's tournament football that's how it goes so we'll see what they do uh on on the fifth against sporting um houston's up on salt lake any other notable ones philly is out there still up on uh, new england they'll probably make it through to the next round and play cincinnati um so yeah MLS is uh definitely some fun stuff happening keep it locked for that um but you know you know me I'm out here supporting LAFC I'm going to see about doing maybe I, it seems like people are really uh digging the the reaction videos and the live live watching watch parties that I that I throw that's on TikTok if you're ever interested um definitely going to do that on 115 for the LAFC game um not going to do it tomorrow for the Chelsea game, but I am going to do it for Chelsea-Tottenham. That's a big one. That's coming up, what, 11-6? Let me see the Chelsea uh, schedule. I just want to remind you guys of what we got coming up. We, yeah, we got uh, Chelsea-Tottenham on the 6th, which is Monday. Um, and then we have Chelsea City that next Sunday on the 12th. Then Newcastle. I'm going live for all of those. Catch me on TikTok. Make sure to follow me. That's, that's where you see those clips If you see those clips on my IG page Or anywhere of my reaction videos I'm watching the games live on TikTok So come, come, come pull up with me uh, Talk your shit It's always a fun time um, Let me see what any games of this week are That I will go live for Because I typically go live I go live for you know, probably the biggest games of the weekend In, in any of the top five leagues Um, obviously again I'm going live this this Sunday for um, uh, LAFC as well but let's see I'll let you know right now we're gonna set the live schedule live watch parties come watch with me make sure you are hold on who's up let me make sure I'm, I'm seeing my people on IG Joe Garrett Parker what's up Is that Ashley? Ashley joined. I don't know if this is the same Ashley, but what's up if it is? Damien 29161. Yeah, I think that's my Ashley. Ashley asked me uh, specifically about not going live for the uh, LAFC game, transitioning into Halloween, but I got a vlog coming out for that, so that's coming soon, I promise. Um, But, again, this is what I'm going live for. Let's see. This week we got uh, in the prim we got – you know what? This it would be better to look on FOTMOB. Do y'all use FOTMOB? FOTMOB, F-O-T-M-O-B. I'm not being, it's I'm not sponsored. I'm not being paid to say this, but I will say it's like one of my favorite apps for uh, soccer watching. It is, it just, you, you can follow your teams. You can um, see what games are coming up. It gives you stats. It actually creates highlight reels after games. It's really fun. It, it makes a lot of sense. So that's, that's. That's something to keep in keep in mind. Let's see, I'm gonna go Saturday the fourth. We got Fulham United, Brentford, West Ham. Uh, so in the EPL, I'll probably I'll probably go live for Newcastle Arsenal. Catch up with my boys over at uh, St James Park. I don't know where it's gonna be. Is it at St James? Yes, sir. It's at St James Park for my Jordies. I'm a, I'm gonna go live for that. So make sure you hop on. I love loved y'all's, uh, love y'all's love showing me love on uh, the YouTube video for the vlog um, and educating me on it's the history of Geordies and, and, and all that. Very good people. So let's see if y'all can't get a dub against Arsenal and put them Gunners in their place. Um, let's see, any La Liga games on Saturday? Barcelona Sociedad, Sevilla, Saltavico. Probably not. <clears throat> uh, also, man, those those... Inter Milan, bro. I, I, I might as well just say this. You know, Marcus Turam is going off. I thought Inter was going to be in real trouble after the Lukaku situation. Dzeko's gone now. Obviously, they got Lutaro still over there, but missing like another top striker. And they brought in Marcus Turam, and boy, that boy can play I'm I'm now curious, you know where it, you know the striker position is really gonna be up for grabs when it comes to the French national team between Marcus Thuram, Kolomwani, Olivier Giroud, who's now you know aging out, you know pretty solid, uh, Dembele slash Coleman on the right right side, obviously Mbappe is holding up that left, and Griezmann in that in that uh, attacking mid position, but man, what a uh, what man, fr- France? Talk about La Masia France itself keeps churning out some of the best players, and so uh, yeah, that goal Inter scored at the he scored at the end of that game. Even though I got to be honest, I, those those games were a little sleepy. I was I was damn near asleep on that Inter game, and then Milan. That was a good game. Milan seems so cold in A and then they come into the Champions League and just are too cold that they freeze. I don't know what that's about, but. You know, I, obviously, there's a lot of, lot of people, a um, lot of people paying attention from the states uh, to uh, AC Milan because of our two American boys on that team. So good to see, my boy Leo Hernandez, El Soccer Guy, patching in from Berlin. Leo, if you're hearing me, bro, I want to know what's up. I, I hope you're recording everything. Um, he is a an official footy traveler. He's been he went to the Barca uh, game in the midweek. Uh, then rolled over to West Ham. I think you went to, and now you're in Berlin, boy. You're having the time of your life. Uh, make sure to go tap in with El Soccer Guy on TikTok um, and Leo Hernandez, El Soccer Guy on Instagram. He's doing his thing. Um, hope hope you're doing well, bro. Hope you're uh, living the life and uh, spending all your money. <laughs> um, that's it for me today. Uh, I think I think that's it. I'm just gonna go live for. Uh, who do, who do PSG play Let's see Am I missing a game I might be going live twice on Sunday That's what it seems like Sunday I'm going live for sure For the uh, LAFC game um, Luton and Liverpool Yeah man I don't even know when PSG play I guess they play Friday This, this, this time around I do want to go live for a UVA game, man. Seeing, seeing again the American boys, Tim Weah and Weston McKinney, and the boy Moyes Keen out there. I know I posted that video. Uh, boy, they they look like a fun time. I haven't watched any of UVA this year, um, so interested to see that. So yeah, I'll probably uh, look into that. Um, it looks like after that, the we got FA Cup coming up. Um, but yeah, I'll be live 12 p.m. Western time, Pacific time For Chelsea Tottenham uh, That'll be the next prim game I'll be live for But we got Chelsea Blackburn The, 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 the lead up game tomorrow So we'll see how that goes We also got Newcastle Man United in the Caribou Cup That's the final uh, replay basically So we'll see how they do United look like trash, man So I might, I might just have to go live for that game Just to laugh at United I might just have to Anyway, make sure you keep it locked Follow me on TikTok Definitely go subscribe to my YouTube YouTube.com slash at At symbol eat pray ball uh, I'm going to be posting a lot more stuff Got some videos going up Got uh, a video about foot golf Went and played foot golf with my boys Bet some money, had some fun then That's coming out A lot of stuff coming out, y'all Holla at me Let me know. Uh, let me know in the comments Or anywhere Hit me DMs Anything you want to see Anything you want to talk about? Honestly, this ball around the world is really more to to engage with y'all. Um, that's why I go live on these platforms. So holla at me. Otherwise, we will uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you next week. Also, got some great podcasts coming out. Got a got a good interview with um coach uh, coach Mike Asfall. He's a, a coach of and, and director of one of the few black clubs. Uh, here in LA uh, Also sit down with MLS Goalkeeper Brian Rowe Who plays on my men's league team And we kind of chop it up about our upbringings in football And I just had a podcast today With the boy Kareem Tamimi He's playing right now for the Atlanta United Twos um, Has an interesting story and, and, and loves to talk footy So a lot of fun podcasts coming out A lot of content I'm pushing out Definitely keep it locked um, And I appreciate y'all for, for engaging with me And hopping on uh, these lives So We will catch you next week. Until then, come on you blues. We got some games coming up. I'll see y'all then. Holler.